We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'll admit, man, like, because of the way it ended, I, I do think Joe having that kind of game with a, with a pick six and just overall really rough second half i actually think that does a lot for joe flacco not getting a starting job somewhere else yeah in fact it may actually help the browns because had joe had some magical run and some team bought into him being the legitimate starting quarterback next year and maybe he gets some big deal or like a a moderate deal Mm -hmm. now i think he's in position to come back here um yeah i mean i i think he's now i think he's most likely to get backup offers and I also think, like, I don't even know there's going to be that much competition for services as a backup because the NFL is an optics league. There's a lot of group think in it, and I do think people are going to remember what they saw in the Houston game. And the funny thing is, I don't really even put the loss anywhere near Joe. And I know that the the, the pick six kind of started the fast decline, but, like, you know, I've heard people use the phrase, like, oh, turned into a pumpkin. And I'm like... I, I don't know that he did. I think he just tried to make things happen because he knew the Browns were behind the eight ball and the defense was not having a lot of success. And I think he took some risks he wouldn't have if he felt more comfortable, if he wasn't feeling the pressure of a team that was massively underperforming. Like, I think the defense is what turned into a pumpkin on Saturday, not necessarily Joe. I mean, a lot of quarterbacks can throw two picks in the game, maybe not two picks, sixes like that in a playoff game where it matters so much. But I mean, and in short order. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was very, very short order. But the point is, you know, like, I think now you feel very confident that if Flacco's here as a backup, you're going to be like, okay, no matter what happens, like, we know, like, if Deshaun goes down for a couple of games next year, we're in good hands. I think the question becomes, does Joe want to come back as a backup and go through camp the same way, or would he rather sit out the way he did this year and wait for a starting job. I think that's one part of it. I think the other part is just how does Deshaun feel about this? You know, like I think it's something we've talked a lot about, but you know, if if Deshaun in any way feels threatened by Joe Flacco, yeah, that, that, that becomes a different conversation. And, you know, teams quite often teams will allow their, their starting quarterback to have say in the backup. Um, and I think the third part of the conversation is just stylistically, can you really do the same thing you did here, which is go from one style of offense with what maybe Deshaun does the best to more of what Joe does the best? Because yeah. I do think they're completely antithetical to each other. The things that Joe does best are the things that the Browns did the last five, six weeks of the season. And the things that Deshaun do best are the things we still to this point, have not seen Kevin Stefanski deploy with any measure of consistency. And so I think that's another angle of this. I do think fit matters with your backup quarterback. I really do. And I don't know. I, I just The answer is I don't know. Like I don't think anybody out there could be pissed if Joe Flacco was back, back as the backup. I think there will be people who will be furious if Joe isn't back 
as the backup. I'm somewhere in between. I I just want him back because the guy made me smile this year and the guy kind of saved your season. But I don't think it's as simple as if Joe wants to come back, you bring him back. I think there are a lot of facts. I think this actually might be the more complex situation. Sorry, I just saw the Mike Mike Tomlin walk off the podium when he was yesterday. asked one, one question about his future. The man, I just, I gotta say, I mean, say, the man, the, I, he just, it's the way that he heard the question, and as he's hearing it, it's just, it's honestly the way I have handled a lot of difficult situations, um, like when I was first with Vanessa, and she'd be mad about something, and I would just turn and walk. Like, you know what? I think I got to walk to another room. She's mad. I'll come back when she's not as mad anymore. Sorry, I digress. Uh, 216-474-0092. Let's go with Hunter. Hunter, welcome to the show. What you got for us? Hey, guys. Thank you so much for taking this. Um, first, uh, I just want to say this is my first time calling the show, show sober, uh, so I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> well, we're uh, proud of you. You yeah, did it. You. You, you made it. Sober six six days, man. Uh so I'm, I'm very, pretty hyped about that. That's awesome. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Uh, I say when you look at Joe and coming back, like just look at the way the players received him the, and the this kind of the attitude that he helped bring. Like we were pumped up, you know, all the guys trusted him and, and were comfortable with him. And I just think you, that's not can't be understated. Just that you have that kind of presence in the locker room. You know, yeah, I can understand that. Like people might be calling for Joe. Deshaun's not putting out right away, but whatever. They call him for Stefanski when he, you know, wins the game. So I, I love Joe. Uh, I think he's earned his, his spot here. I'd love to see him stay with us and retire here. Hunter, we appreciate you, buddy. Keep up all the good stuff, okay? Thanks, guys. Take Congrats, care. man. Thanks. Good man. Hunter there. Uh, Larry, welcome to the show, Larry. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, how y'all doing today? Very good. Good, Happy random January Tuesday to you, (laughs) sir. Yeah, I was just listening to the first caller, but... You know, he made some RA points, but I just think you need to let Joe go on his way. He did good for us, and I like him a lot for what he done, but you got a, a quarterback here that we want, you know, after the Baltimore game, Deshaun Watson showed me that we could beat any team in the league, and then he went and got hurt. But we were on the path of, we were on the path to me going to the Super Bowl, in my mind, in my opinion. And you know, Joe came and did his thing, but not let him go. You got DTR to back him up. He they got a little bit more season under him. Hopefully he, he can take, you know, because DTR wasn't doing bad. He was going on his way. It was just that Joe was that, you know, MVP and this and that. But he an old man. And then you're going to have a split in this locker room. With Deshaun Watson come back and then he have two a game or two bad, everybody going to be, let's get Joe, let's get Joe. Come on, let him go. That's how I feel. Larry, appreciate you, buddy. You made some good points in there. Um, so I do think Joe and Deshaun in the same locker room is a complicated question. And I think only Kevin Stefanski, Andrew Barry, and the coaches and the players can really speak to that. Um, for me, what I would say is, in, and I already kind of referred to the Deshaun part of this, which is how, do, how would Deshaun feel about it? 
I don't think it would be a great look. And I don't mean like a great look like you got to move on from him because you're tied to him contractually. I think it would say a lot about Deshaun if Deshaun felt threatened by Joe Flacco. Yeah, I don't think Deshaun should have any threat of Flacco. In fact, I think he should be embracing the idea that Joe would be here and have another voice, another you know person in the room who's not a coach. Even though he's an old dude and he's older than a lot of head coaches in the league, but to have somebody in that room who you go out to practice with, who sees certain things a certain way, like coaches can only see things their way. They can watch it on film. They can watch it from behind the play. But like when you have a quarterback that can actually go in there and do it and then can be like, hey, hey, Deshaun, this is what you need to look for, even though he's not threatening his job. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.